Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hear these words from the Gospel of John celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. John chapter 20, beginning at verse 1. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they've laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. She saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head, the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They've taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they've laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them, that he had said these things to her. And hear these words from the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians 15. Now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaim to you, which you in turn received, in which also you stand, through which also you are being saved. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead the first fruits of those who have died.
death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. This Easter Sunday is obviously a little bit different than our traditional Easter Sunday. Normally, early in the morning, we would have gathered together at the cemetery celebrating the sunrise service. We would have had a crowd of people gathering together. We would have had a brass ensemble joining together. Not this Sunday. It was a little quieter. The birds were singing praise to God. But it was different. Even today, as we gather together in the sanctuary here and and again in our other worship space together where we do our 1010 service, it would have been just a little bit different. We would have had crowds of people, ushers escorting everyone into the place, the choir ready to sing songs of praise, a full orchestra would have been in place, the full praise team, high energy, ready to sing songs of praise to our God. But this Sunday, it's a little different. But it's actually probably a little more like the original Easter Sunday when Jesus was raised from the grave there was not an orchestra there outside the tomb waiting for Jesus to come out the disciples had not gathered in the place there was not a multitude of people that were ready going I think I hear something I think I see movement no that wasn't happening it was quiet Actually, the only one there when Jesus was raised from the dead was the soldier who had the responsibility of making sure no one came to steal the body away. Where were the disciples? They were in their home, grieving, hurting. The day of Good Friday, watching Jesus die on the cross... All the events of the crucifixion was so vivid and so real. And the disciples were grieving in such an amazing way. They were hurting on Easter Sunday morning before they received the news. Mary Magdalene, we're told, actually comes to the tomb, but she wasn't coming for Easter. She was coming to continue the funeral. The act of caring for one who had died, anointing the body. The day before, Saturday for us, was the Sabbath. And on the Sabbath, she was not able to provide the care for the one that she loved. So early in the morning, the first day of the week, she goes to the tomb seeking to care for the body of the one she loved. And when she arrives, she sees the tomb is empty. Her first thought was not resurrection. As we read the scripture, the first thought was, someone stole the body. Someone took him away. Something has happened. I struggle personally with why were the disciples not there. You know, Jesus had told them so many times, I'm going to be handed over. I will be beaten and flogged and mocked. I will be crucified, but on the third day, I will be raised from the dead. 
Makes you wonder, why were the disciples not there going? He said he would be back on the third day. Why was there not the crowd anxiously waiting to see the resurrected Christ, to welcome Jesus as he came from the tomb? The problem was, the challenge was, the grief of Good Friday was so strong that they were not able to celebrate resurrection because their heart was so broken that Jesus had died. Even though Jesus had offered them the promise so many times, their hearts and their minds were focused on their pain and their fear and their, their hurting more than the promise of victory and resurrection. As a result, the disciples actually missed the resurrection. They, they missed the opportunity to see Jesus come out of the tomb. Because sometimes, if we're not careful, our, our focus is on the pain of Good Friday more than the hope of the resurrection and the joy and celebration of Easter. Mary, she goes to the tomb and sees that, that the body has been removed. And so she goes running to the disciples and, and she's sharing with them, someone has, has taken the body. The tomb is empty. Somebody has taken the body out of here. She is just distraught. Distraught with the thought that, that someone now is, is doing something to the body of the one she dearly loved. Her grief has now turned into despair. It wasn't the thought of resurrection. It was the thought of Good Friday at even a deeper level. She goes running to, to Peter and John and they go running to the tomb themselves, looking to see what's going on. And they, they arrive and see that the tomb has been empty. They look inside. Then they go inside. And they were told they go home. They, they go home. It was just hard to believe. What God was doing on Easter Sunday morning was so far beyond their wildest imagination. What God has in store for us is often so far beyond our wildest dreams, our, our anything that our mind can even begin to grasp. God has a plan for us. Peter and John, they, they leave and go back to their home, and the next thing you know, Jesus arrives. He's standing there, and as Mary turns around, she sees Jesus, but she was not expecting to see the risen Christ. And even though she's now face to face with Jesus, her pain and her despair is so great that when she looks at Jesus, all she can imagine is, this must be the gardener. Oh, if, if there's anything that you can do to help me, someone has taken, has taken the body of our Lord. If it's you, if you've moved him, tell me where he is. I will go and take care of him. It's, it's when Jesus calls her by name, Mary, that she understands this is the risen Christ. Something she never dreamed that could happen has happened. 
He is alive. And I love the way the, the scripture tells us that the next thing that Jesus says to her is, Mary, don't hold on to me. I'm not yet ascended. And when you play with the Greek, look at the scripture, see what's really being said here. It's not Jesus saying, don't touch me. She had already touched him. The moment, the moment that she heard her name called, the moment she realized this is the risen Christ, she embraced what Jesus actually is saying is, let go. Because she is holding on with everything she's got for the risen Lord. You're alive. You are alive. And Jesus says, now go and and tell my brothers, go and tell them that I've gone on ahead of them and that you have seen me. And, and Mary runs and she finds the disciples and she said, I have seen the Lord. I have seen the Lord. You know, the resurrection, this is more than we can fathom. To celebrate victory over death, to celebrate victory over sin, to celebrate victory over evil, this is greater than anything we could have imagined. What God was doing was even beyond what Peter, James, and John could experience. It's interesting that Peter and John are the two that run to the tomb. One would have thought they might have gone, I bet he's alive. Because they had experienced some amazing things. Remember, it was Peter in Matthew chapter 6 that is the one who says, I know who you are. You are the Christ. You are the Son of the living God. And then the next chapter, chapter 17, we, we notice that God takes with him Peter and James and John. They go up on the mountain with him, and Jesus is transfigured. He's there with Elijah and with Moses, and his garment turns white. His face shines like the sun, and the voice from heaven says, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The thought of resurrection, it was more than they could understand. Even though Jesus had told them, I will rise on the third day. Even though they had experienced incredible teachings and miracles and all the things that, that God had done in their presence. Even though they had experienced the transfiguration and they experienced the voice of God, resurrection, it's almost too good to be true. But the resurrection, it is what happened. The disciples, they had experienced Good Friday. They had witnessed Jesus going through the suffering, the pain, the agony, the beating, the humiliation, the parade through Jerusalem on the way of the cross, the crucifixion, the burial. Their heart was broken. But the story of Easter brings us hope. The story of Easter is a reminder that, that as horrible as Good Friday was, it was not the end of the story. Our God is great enough to offer us ultimate victory, including victory beyond the grave. Our God can overcome our brokenness and our healing. Our God can overcome our sin with grace. And our God can overcome death with everlasting life. 
The challenge for us as Christians is not to be so focused then on the pain and suffering of the world, not to be so focused on the reality of the Good Friday moments, but to celebrate the experience of the resurrection, of the hope of resurrection. Well, this is not to deny Good Friday and not to pretend that Good Friday didn't happen. It was real, it was painful. It was heartbreaking and, and what human beings were able to do to other human beings and what human beings were able to do to the Son of God was absolutely atrocious. Good Friday was so real that at noon the sky turned dark because even God himself couldn't bear to watch. The pain we experience in our lives, it's a reality. We're not pretending that it's not real. And even our fear and the tragedy of this coronavirus and what our world is going through right now, it's something new for us. It's hard for us to understand. And if we're not careful, we can focus on the, the difficult news rather than celebrating the good news. That our God offers us victory. Good Friday was real. But thanks be to God, Easter Sunday is real as well. The resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Later we hear in the scripture, if you turn in your Bibles to John chapter 20, beginning at verse 19. After Jesus has been raised from the dead, he appears to the disciples at their home, the house where the disciples had gathered. John 20, verse 19, when it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and then the disciples rejoiced that they saw the Lord. Easter may be a little different this Easter Sunday. We have not had the opportunity to gather together here in the sanctuary at the graveyard in the Family Life Center for our service. But we can celebrate that on that first Easter Sunday, Jesus appeared at the house where the disciples had gathered together, and now Jesus appears at your house as we join together to worship our God. So we invite you to worship the risen Christ, to experience the risen Christ. I, I invite you to receive the risen Christ into your own heart, into your own life, to receive Him as your Savior, to receive Him as your Lord, to celebrate the joy of healing even in the midst of our brokenness and our pain, to, to feel God's love and, and God's presence in our lives, even in the midst of our struggles, to celebrate that we are Easter people. We celebrate ultimate victory. We celebrate a God who so loves this world and who so loves each one of us. And we know that even though we may have times in our lives that feel so much like Good Friday, 
As Christians, we celebrate that Good Friday is not the end of the story. We're Easter people. We celebrate the resurrection. We celebrate victory. We celebrate hope. We celebrate eternal life. Don't miss the joy of Easter. It's Easter Sunday. Christ the Lord is risen today and He offers us all the forgiveness of our sins, the resurrection of our lives, eternal life with Him and the fullness of His kingdom. And we have the hope that the living God is always with us. Christ is risen indeed. Amen.